2019. You really should cut the booze, lose 50 kilos and fulfil your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, welcome aboard. Andrew Hansen is here. Charles Firth is here. My name is Dom Knight. Now, look, the message has been going out. If you are sick, you shouldn't go to work and give everyone the flu. That's been going around. But yes. there's another message we want to get out, yes. which is that you should definitely take sickies regularly. Uh, we are launching National Sickie Day. More about that coming up later on in the show. It's uh, a very, it's a, very good and important public health initiative, yeah, it's a, it's a It's the day off we all want, just, just in case. But, Dom, you know how when you buy a house, you sort of expect that it'll just collapse in a few years' time. Yeah, you know, always expect that. Yeah, if you, if you buy a Sydney apartment block, it's pretty much a dead certainty that you'll end up dead in the rubble in about 10 years' time when you it mean all collapses. You physical, a physical collapse, not just, the, not just the market collapse, an actual physical no, collapse. No, no, I'm ta- talking about, building. yeah, literally the, the wall. comes down around your ears. You buy the Opal Tower out at uh, Homebush, and, yeah, a few years later, it all collapses. Oh, look, that's true. You know. I bought it into an apartment about 10 years mm. ago, and a year after I bought in, the City of Sydney said that if we don't do a massive rectification program, yeah. uh, they're going to f- certify it as being unfit to live in. So yeah. we had to spend heaps of money, and it... Almost fell over. It's just part of the Sydney experience of apartment yeah, living. I yeah. expected that. I was I was yeah. glad when they said that to I us. Know. It was sort of like, oh, that's character. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's I, right. I, you should insist on it in the contract. Actually, mm. if it's not included, that yeah. there's a massive crack and it's going to fall down, you should write that on the front page. Well, the lucky residents of Mes- uh, Mascot Towers have come up with they've had a five point five million dollar special levy. Um, attached to their strata fees, which in the first payment is $8,000, which they've got to come up with in six weeks' time. Mm. Easy. One, one couple's already said they're going to just declare bankruptcy, So, which mm. which suggests that they didn't know what they were doing well, when they were getting into the no, Sydney apartment market. No. Like, what idiots. And look, they <laughs> they can didn't just, know that was going to happen? They can just all sell their apartments. So they could have if the market hadn't yeah, collapsed yeah, a year ago. Right. But, but before well, that, they could have just sold those apartments. Apparently, the, the building needs propping up and engineering work. Who needs propping up and engineering work? That's ridiculous. What is this, Buckingham Palace? Don't worry, Charles, because the the good news is other developers have come up with a plan. In fact, I think it's the same ones that made Mascot Towers. There's a new building out that's going to have this all sorted out. Are you worried about buying a new Sydney apartment? Don't be. Introducing a brand new concept in Sydney apartments. Structurally Sound Towers. The new project from the developers behind Opal Tower and Mascot Towers. So structurally sound. Towers not guaranteed to be structurally sound. Sink your life savings into a sparkly new apartment you've only seen in a fancy non-legally binding CGI render and pray we know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing. Here are the keys to your brand new structurally sound Towers home. Yay! Uh, don't worry about that. Uh, just a temporary grid issue. Isn't that a live wire? Never a dull moment here. Isn't that a giant crack in the wall? And isn't it getting bigger? Run! Run for your life! Everyone vacate this completely sound structure! Structurally Sound Towers. Available now from Shelf Company Enterprises Asia Pacific Incorporated based in Panama. Radio Chaser. Triple M.
Before the break, guys, we, we were talking about these collapsing homes, mm-hmm. right? The, the homes of the future are going to look very, very different, I think. Uh, there's this there's this futurist who's got this podcast out called Future Tense. Very exciting, very interesting stuff. Um, I just He's got some wonderful predictions for the way that we're going to live in our homes in the future. And I just want to run some of them by you, assuming that you haven't heard this podcast before, in a segment that I like to call... The Homes of Tomorrow. Ooh. Very futury, isn't it? Very, Very towards 2000. Let's, let's step into the homes of tomorrow. Now, uh, now this podcast, Anthony Funnel, he's he's an author. I mean, he's a very he knows what he's talking about. He reckons light switches are gone. No more light switches. Mm. The, the homes of the future, all the lights are going to be voice activated. Oh. A bit like Siri or Alexa. So, you know. Oh, well, that'll that'll work, won't it? Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, exists yeah. now. I, I have that in my house now. I, I put in smart lights. Do you? No. Which means you can't, this is true, you can't use the light switch anymore. You've got to go get your phone. So they're actually really annoying. <laughs> oh, that oh, sounds terrible. But also, if it's voice activated, when you, how will you go into a room with somebody sleeping in there without, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, hey, Siri, turn, hey, the Siri turn on the light. Yeah, not so bright. No, no, turn it, turn it down dim, Siri. There's somebody asleep. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. And she'll say, I'm sorry, I don't know how to do that yet. Oh, well, that's that's what elects... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Well, anyway. Sorry. T- TVs. This is the next point. TVs are gone. There's not going to be what? a big screen to... Yeah, he reckons like this thing where there's a big TV in one room. He reckons that's a relic. That's a dinosaur. Out the door. What? Uh, everybody's just going to huddle over a little little small screen in a different room. Well, I'm, gl- I'm sure he has lots of people come over to his house. I, so. <laughs> I just... <laughs> like, last week I just bought a 55-inch TV. I've never had one as good... I'm an oh, idiot. That's probably um, why it's now not trendy oh, anymore. Yeah, it's my fault. Yeah, <laughs> he did That'd mention. Yeah, since the purchase of Dominic Knight, <laughs> the idea of TVs is very unfashionable. But what about sport? Hey, you don't want to watch sport. You don't on want to tiny... watch Origin on a small screen. Like, this sounds horrible. Well, yeah, everybody will be watching their own little game on, oh, on each little I small screen. You'll, you'll be sitting on the toilet watching one, and your kid will be, you know, yeah, right. Sounds horrible. Not a fan. All right. Well, what about this then? If you're not into that, toilets. I mean, they're going to be amazing, right? Do they have TVs? (laughs) Well, quite possibly. Not only that. Well, actually, no, no, I don't think he does say they'll have TVs. But they won't. Like, at the moment, they only have three uses, right? Which is to, you know, number one, number two, and to sit there and read your phone. All right. Yeah, that's what I use my phone. (laughs) What's number three? (laughs) Well, they're going to be like doctors, basically. They're going to be able to weigh you, measure all your vitals, and measure your blood sugar, Mm. measure your blood pressure while you sit there. Um, so does that also, mean, like, you know how you put off weighing yourself? Like, you know, if you know you've been bad, um, you don't weigh you yourself for a few days. Does that mean you just got to hold on? <laughs> I, that sounds very useful to me. I, I would love a toilet to be able to say, oh, you've done a massive grog bog. Have a few glasses of water, you idiot. <laughs> well, the great thing is you'd, you'd sit on it and it would say, you weigh 86 kilos. And then by the time you're finished, you weigh 84 kilos. <laughs> <laughs> Flu season this year is four times worse than any flu season we've ever had before. It is Whoa. it is an absolute public health disgrace. Uh, everyone's getting sick. Uh, people are getting really sick. It's getting quite dangerous and everything like that. Mm, people are dying. And and that's why there's been a spate of articles in the media in the last few days saying, you know, from doctors, urging people to stay at home if you're sick because you risk passing the flu on or even just the common cold. And, you know, spreading this horrible disease that's a real problem. Mm. So we at Radio Chaser are very 
we're very publicly minded. We're very, yeah. we're actually really good people. We care. We care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we want to raise awareness about this important public health issue of, you know, the need to take a sickie. Mm. To take a sickie. You've got to take a sickie, don't you? Yes. And, and we thought the best way to sort of raise awareness that it's important to take a sickie is to hold a national sickie day. Yes. It's so, about time, Charles Firth. So next, next Friday, even if you're not sick, we want you to take the day off, chuck a sickie, for this important cause. Oh, Charles, I really admire this initiative of mm. yours because a lot of people are saying just if, you th- if you're sick, stay at home. Mm. But a lot, of, a lot of workaholics have forgotten how to stay at home and forgotten yeah. what it's like to take a day off. So, you know, you've got to ask yourself a question. When, when you're faced with going to work next Friday, you know, are you going to take a sickie or do you just not care? Do you hate your fellow workers, because that's what you will be doing if you turn up to work next Friday. Mm. Hello? Oh, yeah, hi, boss. I'm worried I might have something. It's probably nothing, but it could be something. Well, you should stay at home, just in case. Just in case. It's the loophole that's got everyone talking. Study after study has shown that having a sickie when you're sick is good for society. But what if you don't know whether you're sick or not? Darling, you don't want anyone else to catch it. But, Mum, I'm not sick. Well, stay home just in case. Just in case. Next Friday, 28th of June, it's National Sickie Day. We're calling on all able-bodied Australians to do your duty and stay at home. Just in case you're sick. Hello, I'm a real medical doctor. You may feel on top of the world, but you could have Ebola. We just don't know, so don't risk it. Next Friday, don't turn up to work, even if you feel fantastic. Pledge your support at nationalsickyday.com. National Sicky Day, officially endorsed by Dead Bob Hawke. I tell you what, any boss who sacks anyone for not turning up the day is a bum. Radio Chaser on Triple M. Radio Chaser here. Look, as Charles just said, you heard the passion in his voice. Mm. National Sicky Day. I've never seen you so inspired, Charles. It's beautiful. Well, this is finally a cause I can get behind. Yeah. You know, like climate change, you know, whatever, mm. you know, we're not going to die, whatever. But, you know, National Sicky Day, that's yeah. important. Oh, that's look, Charles. To, something to get out of bed for. Oddball, <laughs> stay in bed. Yeah. <laughs> I can see Charles getting Australian of the Year for this. But, look, I think what we need to do is skill up. So it's Friday week, mm. uh, and what we're going to all need to do is, is use our best sicky voices yes. to call the boss. So maybe mm. what we'll do, one, one, triple, three, five, three. Yes. bearing in mind there are Grinspoon tickets. Uh, no, there aren't Grinspoon. No, they're not. Yeah. They're just the joy of having good sicky voice. Yeah. Um, there are <laughs> so no can, Grinspoon tickets. You can have a copy of my upcoming book. Oh, you can have Charles's uh, fracture. Was it Charles Firth's Fairy Tales? Charles Firth's Fractured, Fractured Fairy Tales. Tales that's yeah. right. You can read it on Friday when you're sick. There you go. So you'll get it, Charles's book to read um, for the best sicky voice. One triple three five three. Yeah. If you are actually sick, I guess you get a free advantage here. But convince us that you're genuinely ill. A- and the phrase we want you to say is, "Hi, boss. I, I think I might be a bit sick." Yeah, right. that, that's always good. And we may ask you then, you'll have to have some improv skills too. Yeah. I will ask you what's wrong with you, uh, what ailment you have. Mm. And Andrew, you're, you're the man of a thousand voices. You've, you could probably do it in a whole bunch of different accents. Do to, oh, do you want me to try? Well, I don't want to do a racist accent, so I'll just do a sick Australian, just to be safe. <laughs> okay, here we go. Um, <laughs> hi, boss. <laughs> I'm just a bit, feeling a bit sick today. 
Yeah. It, was that convincing? No, that was <laughs> no, way too much. No, that way was, too oh, that much. Over-egging it? Yes. Yeah, so oh. you gotta, it's got to be like just a bit mild. It's got to be oh, like, oh, that's the trick. I'm not really sure, but <laughs> I, th- right. I think I might be a bit yeah, sick. Oh, the, you're the, better at it yeah. than me. The winning moment is when your boss goes, oh, when you say, oh, I, I could come in, and your boss goes, oh. No, mate, it's fine. We've got it. We've got it. <laughs> yeah. You stay in bed, son. You stay in bed and get better. Then come back. Um, one triple three five three. If you think you'd pull that off, uh, you won't get anything to do with any band. But Charles has a book. I've read it. It's, it's an amazing, very funny book, and uh, you'll get that. One triple three five three. Chase the lines open now for your best sicky voice. Wally's up next. Wally, uh, why have you called us? Oh, boss, <laughs> I'm really sick. Well, that's pretty good. Oh, Wally, it? what happened, mate? What's what's wrong with you? Oh, I'm really sick. <coughs> I'm in bed with my sister. <laughs> that's that <Yeah>. sick. That's <laughs> certainly sick. No, that's National Sicko Day, not National Sicky Day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Beautiful stuff. Well, Jared, Jared, uh, Jared, mate, uh, what's going on? What's why have you called? But it called us. <laughs> Uh, uh, boss, 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 I can't make it today. Eh? Like, uh, like uh, I've had, I, I had Subway last night, and it, it, I don't, I don't think it was right. Eh? I think something was wrong. Wait, wait, hang on a sec. Are you, are you saying Subway, the chain of restaurants, might have made yeah. you sick? Oh dear. Yeah, yeah, I, I, hang on a sec. I got to jump in there. Triple M Management assures you that whatever opinion you just heard about a valued sponsor is not at all that person's opinion or the opinion of anyone who works at Triple M. Yeah, Jared, that doesn't sound like beloved restaurant chain Subway to me, but uh, it was a convincing, it vomited sound. Uh, yeah, yeah, look, uh, I mean, if, if fake vomiting is going to get you across the line, then I think uh, it's very convincing. That was pretty good. Uh, let's go to Ben, Ben in Campbelltown. Uh, what's wrong with you, mate? Sorry, boss, I can't come in. <laughs> I was listening to the radio chase. I think I caught something. <laughs> that's <laughs> very convincing. <laughs> All right, I, th- I think that's got to be the winner, doesn't it? Well, I think it? they've been from Campbelltown, yeah. definitely. Ben, uh, yes, and you'll catch something else from Charles's uh, book, I expect, too. Very good. Look, we're going to keep going with National Sicky Day. We're going to get people to pledge. Charles, maybe some sort of event? What? Yeah, well, what, well, we're going to have National Sicky Day. Maybe we should get everyone together. In one place. In one place for National Sicky Day. Then we really would exchange all the flu bugs, wouldn't we? All right, stay with us. We're going to have uh, much more on our new charity. And, Charles, it's just good to see you passionate, mate. Yeah, I am. Now, I don't know if you've been listening to a lot of Triple M. I hope you have. Mm. If you've listened to it, you probably would have heard at some point my absolute favourite part of listening to Triple M, which is the bit where somebody says, you're listening to Triple M, Rock's greatest hits. That bit where they remind you, you know, what station you're listening to. It's just magic. It's radio magic. That's your favourite part. It's my favourite part. And and there's a wonderful treat for me, Charles, Mm -hmm. because uh, a team of brilliant documentary makers actually made this award-winning documentary. It's coming to Netflix. If you've ever wondered about the story behind the great minds who created those things, they're called station IDs. Take a listen to this. You love the station IDs of Triple M. Rock's greatest hits. Triple M. Rock's greatest hits on Triple M. Now on Netflix, we go behind the scenes to reveal the making of these classic IDs. 
When I took over as the boss of Triple M, I knew we needed a way to tell our listeners that they were, in fact, listening to Triple M. So I thought, why don't we tell them they're listening to Triple M? You're listening to Triple M. Meet the great minds who created the station IDs. The writer. I admit I was surprised when Triple M asked me to write their station IDs. It's not often the poet laureate of Great Britain is asked to compose such things. And the acclaimed director, Martin Scorsese. Originally, I cast De Niro as the voice that tells you you're listening to Triple M, but he found the role too emotionally draining. So instead, I got some guy down the hall. Okay, people, let's go for a take now. Action! You're listening to Triple M. And cut! That's a wrap, people. We'll see you at the red carpet premiere. And see how the station IDs touched the hearts of millions of fans. I've been collecting Triple M station IDs since I was 17. They're the soundtrack to my life. We even played a station ID as the bridal waltz at our wedding. Ladies and gentlemen, the happy couple... The Station IDs of Triple M. The Inside Story. Now on Netflix. We even had this early draft that said, you're listening to Nova. But I felt that wasn't quite Triple M enough. Radio Chaser. Triple M. And now it's time for... The Greatest Quiz in in Australia, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dom, first question. Is this person dead or alive? Betty White. Betty White? Oh, no, surely not. We're still alive. Incorrect. Really? Uh, yes, you you horrible man. Why would you think she was dead? She's only about 98. <laughs> Hold, caller. Is she in the reboot? Is she going to be in the reboot? Yeah, she'll be in the reboot, surely. She'll make a cameo, surely. They always make oh, cameos. I would have thought starring as, as the younger neighbours. <laughs> Okay, next one, Andrew. Yeah, Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John's alive, you nitwit. Oh. Of course, she's alive. I was really surprised. Uh, oh, yeah. I should have asked that one to Don. There was some dis- some some queries about whether her partner was for a while there, I remember. But um, <laughs> no, I saw her in that telly movie wearing a strange wig. Oh no, that was. Oh no, wait a minute. It was her. It was her career that's dead. That's right. Oh, Charles. Okay. Card. Next she's one. Next one. Mm. Luke Perry. Yeah. No. That was a sad moment. I loved Riverdale. He's great. On, he was uh, great on Riverdale. I shouldn't he's have gone. asked you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. He's dead. Correct. Rest okay. Peace, Luke. And I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up. I'm gonna try and get it a little bit harder now. <clears throat> yep. Mel Brooks. I, I'm a big fan. He's still with us. I know this. I follow him on Twitter. Incorrect. He's dead. What? What? Well, I better unfollow him. Wait a minute. Should I just make sure? That's terrible news. Are you <laughs> sure? No, he's Am still, I sure? He's still that alive. Is just not I just right. checked on Wikipedia. <laughs> Charles, this is the crappiest uh, quiz. Important <laughs> point. I, I think what happened is because I yeah uh, I think I what I, happened is you're useless. Yeah. Okay. 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 Where's Where's Craven? Where's, where's Craven? Craven? Is there even any point going on? Now that we know that? Yeah, I'm a little bit I worried. I think Where's Craven this. is dead, but I'm not. I'm not going to believe what you say. <laughs> he is dead. Correct. I'm going to fact check it. Okay, Paul, Googling Paul, him. Paul knew. You're not allowed to Google during a quiz. That's I have totally... to because the quizmaster doesn't know whether they're dead or alive. <laughs> Only we do. Okay, Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Oh, no, he's not with us anymore. He, he died recently in Correct. the 90s. Yes. He was in his 90s. A very cranky man. Okay. He? Very funny. Um, 
Okay. Well, uh, well, what about um, Elizabeth Taylor, Dom? No. Oh, you're getting them all right this time. What about Rip Torn, Andrew? Oh, that's a good one. Rip Torn. He, used great, to, he was always in every movie that I used to hire on VHS when I was a kid. <laughs> Men in Black. He was in every good movie. Is he is he in every good movie? Never as the lead. He was always kind of like featuring mm. Rip Torn, the best name ever, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, look, I think he's I think he's gone. I don't think he's alive. Is that he? is correct. Yeah, which is why Men in Black International isn't as good as the first Men in Black movies. And also, uh, they've they've recast everyone in the latest from Men in Black. Mm. Total Aww. disaster. Uh, anyway, um, speaking okay. of total disaster, Charles, have you got more for us? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll just give you three more. Three more. Daryl Summers. <laughs> we had him last time. I know, I know. Huh? I just, I'm alive. just hoping. Has he died since? I'm just hoping. <laughs> he He's still alive. What about Richard Wilkins? <laughs> uh, still. Uh, is, is he, is okay. he really alive if he's been moved from today to today extra? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about Carl Stefanovic? Surely we can get some movement oh, on well, that. Well, anything could be going on with yeah. Carl. Um, I mean this in the kindest way possible, Charles, <laughs> but can we have a song now? <laughs> <laughs> We need to find out what's good and bad. Cat's pajamas or cat's piss. And that's how we do it. We're going to find out whether these things are good or bad, Charles and Dommy. Now, uh, there's this couple on Instagram. Uh, they're getting talked about quite a bit, actually. They're asking for donations. Uh, it's, it's, it's a charitable thing, I guess. The reason that they need 16000 Australian dollars is they have to fund their next holiday mm. together. <laughs> Now, is this a fair thing to ask for or not? Look, people are going crazy online criticising these people for trying to basically ask other people for holiday money. Yeah. But, but I sort of think they're doing a bit of a service to the rest of us by not being here. It's in by Africa leaving, or something yeah. like that. That's true. And I, oh, I think that's yes. worth it. I, th- I think I don't want to be in the same country as these people. So why don't we send them to every? I'll put in ten bucks. But look, they are getting attacked, aren't they? They're getting a really hard time. Oh, yeah. I know Luke Boner and his audience teed off last night on on these two. Mm. I but I think it's ridiculous. But I thought that was how the economy worked. Now is that if you're on Instagram, people gave you free stuff and called you an influencer. Yeah, isn't that the way the world is? So I yeah. think the world is cat's piss. But these two are cat's pajamas yeah. having a crack. And look, to be honest, I think people are getting angry because they want to, some of the same action. Mm. So they mm. should just get out. Get get a Instagram following and ask for the same thing. Well, the Prime Minister said you've got to have a go to get a go, and yes. these two are definitely having a go, and I hope they go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now also online. Uh, now it was Nigerian email scams. It used to be that, right? But now somebody in Nigeria has posted a fake luxury hotel online to trick people into booking a room. Good scam. <laughs> That's next level, isn't it? That's for, is, is the room in Nigeria? Because, I mean, I, I've been to Africa and I loved it, but from what I've read about Lagos, you probably shouldn't be booking hotel rooms there or visiting at all. You know no, what? Well, the, the, the rooms in Manchester, UK. Even you, worse. You know what the next level to that is? <laughs> is what you do is you build a hotel and then you get people to book it. <laughs> Wouldn't that you be an amazing devious scam? mind, Charles. And then you, you, put them up, you put them up for the night and charge oh, them money for it. You total scammer. Don't do that. We, we recommend never do this. And that was Cat's Piss. <laughs> Triple M, Radio Chaser.